Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you had a great Halloween. And uh, dressing up as Linguini from Ratatouille. And my wife was Colette. And our baby was Remy the Rat. <laughs> it worked out really well, actually. It was surprisingly a complete family costume, which I've never had the honor of, of doing before. So really, really fun. Um, hope you all had a great safe weekend. And uh, yeah, actually, the way that I left it off last weekend was just saying that I was going to need Kratom's help um, because there were a lot of Halloween events that I was going to be uh attending or taking part in. So um, just to kind of kick it off from there, the whites and the greens, my friends, the whites and the greens, boy, are they helpful. I was so tired Friday afternoon that I couldn't even imagine going out that evening with people. Um, But when I got home, I actually went a little bit heavier on the green than I did with the white. The reason why I did that was because I had had white that afternoon and throughout the day, the more you use white, the less it seems to affect you. At least that's the case for me. Um, I had used white already. I can't remember if I had used it twice or just once, but I didn't want to use it again because I knew that the effect would be a lot less. And um, so I went with the green. I think it was the right choice. Uh, it helped me get through that evening and have some fun the next day. Green and white combo all day long, a couple times. And uh, that was great. And then Sunday, I tapered off. I didn't use any Kratom. Um, It's good to take breaks. And uh, I decided to take a break and and leave that day open. So I did not take any Kratom that day. Um, Though I believe I did have like 10 cups of tea. But whatever, that's allowed. (laughs) So anyway, um, so I hope you had a great weekend. So today I thought I would talk about this article that Mason Marks published. Uh, I've, I've cited one of his articles before. He's a professor of law at the University of New Hampshire, Franklin Pierce School of Law, and a senior fellow at the Petrie Flom Center at Harvard Law School. Um, so he, and he actually, at Harvard, he directs um, the project on psychedelics law and regulation, which is fascinating. This guy is really interesting. He um, gets invited to a lot of conferences and he'll speak at, you know, a psychedelic conference or a drugs conference somewhere around the world and has some really insightful uh, presentations. So I highly suggest you check it out. I'm going to leave a link to this article in the description. This is in um, a medically focused publication called STAT. And uh, it's just a phenomenal article. In it, Mason goes through, or I should say Professor Marks, goes through all of this background very, you know, succinctly and in a concise manner. But he goes through all this background about Kratom um, with all of this with the lens of how the FDA seems to be losing its sway uh, and clout among people who are realizing, you know, the FDA is really, they're faltering. They have been faltering recently a lot. Um, I think that there's always been a suspicion that they were influenced by you know, pharmaceutical industries, corporations. I don't think any of that has ever wavered in terms of what the public think. But 
what's recently been happening, he starts this off by saying, trust in the U.S. Food and Drug Administration declined after its approval of the controversial Alzheimer's drug that just came out. Three experts resigned amid allegations that the FDA had caved to industry pressure. Some argue that its credibility has reached a new low. So it's interesting that he brought up that aspect of it first because I think a lot of people who haven't been paying attention to the FDA did see their decision about that Alzheimer's drug recently. And um, if anyone heard anything about it on NPR or, you know, those who don't really look into the news much, I feel like it was kind of out there for a little bit. Um, and uh, and it's just interesting because there wasn't really the data to support, um, you know, general, like opening up this new Alzheimer's drug to the market, but they kind of did it anyway with a real lack of, of solid evidence. Um, there was one study that showed it worked well, but then another one didn't. And it was like, usually that's not enough grounds to make a drug legal and start, you know, start using it. So anyway, there's already this wavering confidence in the FDA. And he touches on that. And then Professor Marks goes on. He goes through a little bit of the history with, you know, Kratom, what it is, um, the history of how it was originally, you know, when we were trying to ban it in the U.S. the first time. And then he goes into all of these stats that, uh, you know, talk about all the poison control calls and how looking at the poison control calls versus how many calls come in for other things. It's kind of absurd that we're putting this much attention onto it, actually. Um, Anyway, I thought that it was pretty well written and I will put a link to the article in the description of this podcast for you to check out. Um, but it kind of sparked a thought in my head that makes me want to just kind of ramble on for a little bit this morning about the FDA, because the FDA has been, with COVID especially, has been under fire, you know? And um, I've seen this theme recently of a lack of confidence in the FDA. Um, the fact that the FDA's word is, you know, delivering a little less clout than it had in the past. And that the reputation is diminishing. And just be interested to hear about what you all think about that. I still, you know, I'm a sciencey guy. I believe that if there are a bunch of scientists together, that they're going to make smart decisions generally. And that's why I'm, you know, confident about this whole World Health Organization meeting. Because um, I think that the people who are making the decision are pretty competent sci- scientific people who are going to make the right decision. But at the same time, this group, the FDA, it's kind of been proving me a little bit wrong because I've been seeing some evidence, including this Alzheimer's drug thing recently, that kind of shows that they really aren't necessarily just going by science. It seems like they're being swayed by corporations, by the pharmaceutical industry, those are things that I wish that weren't true and I've tried really hard to to think that they aren't because I want to believe that they aren't but Kratom kind of just seems to fall into this pattern one of many things that the FDA you know reacts to in a certain way that kind of it doesn't make sense because if they were going to react to it in a way that was based on what evidence was available and what research was available and you know not to mention common sense they wouldn't react the way that they do and i think that when you see a pattern you have to pay attention to it 
So I've just found it interesting to see that recently being exposed, especially with COVID. Um, you know, there are disagreements on the booster shot. Um, you know, I'm and I'm not I'm not I'm not getting into the politics here, people, or anything. We're like, oh, you should or should not vaccinate. Like, I'm not commenting on that. That's not what this podcast is about. I'll leave your opinions up to you. I'm keeping mine. Um, and I'm not sharing anything. So, um, you know, none of those views matter here. I'm just saying that it's interesting that they have been, there's been more press around this recently um, from all media, from all media, no matter what media you pay attention to, that has viewed the FDA as kind of wavering in their ability to make smart um scientific decisions that a lot of people can get behind that don't seem influenced by outside forces. Does that make sense? Does that sum it up well enough? So anyway, thinking about that uh, with the and then bringing Kratom into the framework and kind of as the lens, I find that it kind of fits the same pattern, you know? And it's weird to me that these these insurance companies, these medical companies just keep getting super rich i mean they're selling you know um what's it called the 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 things that you use when you get stung by a bee like epipens those prices have gone up insulin has gone up absurd amounts i mean like like hundreds of dollars if not thousands and and it's just insane it's insane there's no reason why it needs to be um so anyway, I'll be interested to see, I'm kind of wrapping this up here, I'm going to be interested to see if in the future, when there's a decision on Kratom, let's say Kratom is, remains legal, but for, you know, somehow the U.S. adopts some sort of like, not Consumer Protection Act, but more of like a more strict production act. Like, like um, it has to be regulated to the point where it's only sold from a few companies because that's possible. Y- you know, that would suck. <laughs> and I would be interested to see who got rich off of that because it wouldn't surprise me if it was the same companies. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just out of, what the heck? Johnson & Johnson making all the money from Kratom? <laughs> because they come up with a dang pill that we can make at home with a capsule maker. Like, come on, that's seriously like what I would hate. That's what I don't want to see happen. Um, if it, if that sort of level, if we reach that sort of level. But you know what? I don't think we will. I don't think that's really in the cards. I still think, cautiously optimistic here, I still think that it's going to come away from the World Health Organization with a... Uh, slightly thumbs down like there wasn't enough evidence to really look at this yada 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 and um and then i think that the dea and the ft are going to be like well we can find ways of hating this and maybe bringing this up in the future again but let's just give it a rest for a second so we'll see then again tell me if i'm wrong folks i mean the opioid crisis is kind of raging still and this really does seem to be a, a fair alternative and helpful asset to those who are trying to break their addiction. So it's going to be in their line of fire. That's all I can say. All right, there are my morning ramblings for this Monday. (laughs) I got to get back to work, everybody. Um, So thanks for sticking around and listening to me today. 
as I ramble through this uh, thought of mine. And um, yeah, hope everybody starts their week off great. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, there is that coupon code in the description of this episode. If you want to get 10% off of Ether products, you can get 10% off of your Kratom with the coupon code EverythingKratom at the Ether website. Link in the description of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.